Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Gwen Reyes. And I'm Danielle Jackson. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. We're getting ready to reveal our most anticipated entertainment for the first half of 2022. We're also going to be giving our picks for what we're looking forward to in TV, movies, and books. We also go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us comfort lately. Oh man. Okay, Yay. Danielle. Yes. I know. This is a fun one. This is a fun episode. This is a fun episode. I always love these ones where we just kind of get together and just chat and talk about what we're loving right now. We're excited Mm -hmm. about. So um, how are we feeling this week? I love that both of us uh, in our notes that our listeners cannot see essentially wrote the exact same thing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I am not usually one of these people, but for some reason I am really feeling that Mercury is in retrograde right now. Yep. Um, and it, it will still be in retrograde when this goes up and beyond that a bit. Uh, cause I'm like counting down the days. I don't know what it is. I <laughs> this feel is like a rough one. Yeah. Like every text message I send is either to the wrong person or it, I look at it and I'm like, that is, those aren't words. Um, <laughs> So I've been like very, I've been like so paranoid about my emails. Cause you know, the whole thing with Mercury and retrograde is like your communication is just like yeah. in flux. Absolutely. And so like every email I read like four times before I send it. And even, you know, over the weekend we did boozy book broads and I had sent out like a final like reminder email or a few days, a few days before. And even I, I know I reread it and there were still like two words missing. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a writer. Like what's, what's happening. So I don't know. That's how I feel. I mean, otherwise it's been, it's really just like weird, random little slip ups. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, what is wrong with me? Um, so I'm blaming it on the stars and going from there. But other than that, it's been fine. Like it's been a pretty typical like January. It's cold in Illinois. It's very cold. Um, (laughs) we got like three inches of snow overnight. Like we woke up and I was like, there's something where's the road? There's no road. It's all white. It was weird. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's pretty typical though, aside from the fact that I just cannot write or type anything. No, absolutely not. How are you doing? Uh, Mercury is also affecting me as well. Um, I started the weeks locking myself out of my apartment (laughs) on Tuesday for 30 minutes. And it was like, it was like the moment because Cliff was on the, because again, communication wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Cliff was on a call. He couldn't come and get me. So I'm just sitting in the, in the parking lot of the uh, lot, not the lobby, but like in outside of the hotel apartment, geez, Lord, (laughs) words are still not working today. Oh my goodness. And so I'm just sitting out there waiting, hoping that time is not going to eat away at me. And thankfully, eventually I asked them to let me in the apartment, but (laughs) wow, 30 minutes waiting because I could not remember to bring my, nothing was working. Like technology wasn't working. Couldn't use my little fob to get in because I didn't have my keys. It was just nightmare city. So that was the beginning of my week and it only got worse from there. That's Um, terrible. Yeah. yeah. And even like a little, I did a little retail therapy on Friday to try to help a little bit. And Mm -hmm. even then it was just like, even that couldn't help because it was just, yeah, it was working. (laughs) That's okay. It's yeah. We made it. We did. (laughs) Yep. I love to blame Mercury whenever things don't go right. And then Cliff's like, you can't blame Mercury for everything. And I was like, uh, you better believe I will. (laughs) I bet we can figure it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure someone has read a chart somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) so what's one good thing you've achieved this week? I cooked every single day this week. Ooh, 
Cause I've been trying, um, I think I mentioned it before. I'm trying to like lower my cholesterol, yeah. eat healthier. So cutting our sugar, we still have sugar, but you know, cooking yeah. I cooked all of our meals for dinner this week. And I am very proud of us. That's, That's me. awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I feel like, cause we will go, we're pretty good about during the week. Mm-hmm. We always at least cook dinner. Sometimes right. I'll, you know, like order Panera or something for right. lunch, but for the most part, we're during the week, we're really good. And then the weekends we just eat terribly, but yeah, that's um, the fun part. I'm impressed. That's really awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. We'll see if it happens again this week, but <laughs> definitely happened last week. <laughs> yeah. But it'll, it, hopefully it, it would like, it'll inspire when you do order out, it'll be like, oh no, like we should get the healthy option or right. whatever it is. Exactly. You know? And that's actually yeah. what we did do. Cause like we did order, I think I got salad. I got salads on Friday mm. and that was the thing. Cause I was like, we'll have a nice healthy salad. And then we had minestrone soup for dinner. Yum. Yeah. I love that. What about you? I'm so excited to hear about what you. Yeah. So my husband's birthday is on two or when we're recording this, it'll be on this coming Tuesday. And so this past weekend we had his parents over and my parents and my husband's brother and his girlfriend all came over and Ivy of course was here. And so we're all of we, all of us. Um, my husband is a type of person who, Well, I have, I think I've mentioned he has a smoker. He's very into his smoker and Mm -hmm. he loves to whatever type of meat he likes to put in a smoker. (laughs) And he's the type of person, even though it's his birthday, but we're having people over. So he was like, no, I'm going to put something in a smoker. And I was like, okay. He made a brisket and he put it in like Friday night. So it would be ready Saturday afternoon. Like he gets really into it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. So we made a nice meal. We had lots of different sides and snacks and he requested a cheesecake for his, his birthday cake, I guess. And, um, but I did, I did it because, you know, between my mom and his mom, like they like insist on singing. Oh Lord. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Aside and like, even Ivy doesn't like love being sung to on her birthday, but you know, they, it's like, they insist on it and Uh we're all like, so I just like cut the cheesecake and handed it out and like (laughs) kind of scampered away. (laughs) No one, no one could sing, which my husband was very appreciative of. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. It was really nice. You know, we are kind of in a bit of a stir crazy situation just with Omicron and everything, but all of the adults are, you know, we're including Ivy though, too. We're all vaccinated and all of the adults are boosted. So we did feel safe and we've all been taking it, taking it easy, really just like, you know, hunkering down. So this was really nice to hang out and, and see everyone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That sounds so (laughs) nice. What was the best, uh, dish that you guys had yesterday? I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, this may be cheating, but we just got Costco mac and cheese. Oh, and it's, it's always a hit. It's always a hit. It is always a hit. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I bring it for Thanksgiving and I just yeah. put it into a nice, tr- a nice little uh, casserole dish. No one yeah. does. <laughs> no, I didn't even do that. I was like, no, this is from Costco. And everyone was like, oh, you know, like everyone mm-hmm. knows. It was so great. It's yeah. So, so it's always delicious. But I mean, my... Yeah. Zach, my husband, he smoked a brisket and he also did some chicken wings and those. And so he did like a Buffalo, like not a sauce. He did like a Buffalo, like, um, seasoning. Yeah. Rub. And so we did a Buffalo seasoning and then a lemon pepper. And those were, they were really good. Wow. Well, Zach, come and uh, cook for us in Seattle next. (laughs) 
can travel the world. (laughs) I don't know. He can't bring the smoker to Seattle. So you guys have to come here. Okay. That's fair. We'll do that. That actually sounds (laughs) even better. I haven't, I would love to go back to Chicago. So that sounds perfect. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) All right. So we thought we would do like a little host check-in because we haven't, we did one, what, right at the, kind of at the end of the year. Um, yeah. So we thought we just like, what's going on? What's happening? How's it going? Good. I mean, things are good. So for mine, I just, I put like change changes afoot. Big changes are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a new job, yep. which is exciting. Um, I'm going to be working for, I don't know. I got to talk to them if I can like how much I can talk about them, but I'm going to be working for an independent bookseller or bookstore mm-hmm. in Illinois. I'm going to be doing event coordination for them. So that's great. It's awesome. But I also put in my notice at Fresh Fiction, at Fresh Fiction, the website. Yes. Um, which was very bittersweet. It was a very hard decision because I was thinking about this. I was talking to, to my husband about this. I was like, you know, like when I started at Fresh Fiction, it was like the thing I did after I had been a really a stay-at-home mom for like almost three years. Yeah. And it was like a way for me to like feel like myself again. And I, Mm -hmm. I mean that, you know, and, and yeah, so this was just, it was like an amazing, an amazing, what, almost four, four years, I think four or five years. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking five years, but I think, yeah, I think maybe, yeah. And and I mean, and we knew each other before that. So it's just, it's great. But so saying all that, I'm still doing the podcast, everyone, because it's our, it's like our passion side project. Like it's super fun. So this is not going anywhere. And I'm thrilled to still be able to chit chat and, you know, like snoop and find out what's going on at fresh fiction. I know. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm nosy. <laughs> it's bittersweet. Like you said, mm-hmm. but it's also just such an amazing experience because this world of working with fresh fiction, I felt found so empowering. You get to do whatever you want to do. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like you can try things and, and like everyone's very encouraging of that. And there's, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting transition just cause I am used to like, I'm going to go to this bookstore. I mean, I won't be like, I won't be on the floor, but I will be at the bookstore. Um, and, and I mean, I'll, I'll, ha- you know, setting up events and, and all that kind of stuff. Like I will be like, at the bookstore, but, um, yeah, so I won't be like sitting at home all day as much, (laughs) (laughs) which is going to be fun. And like, I'm, I'm excited to do it. Um, and it's going to be interesting too, like, just with like, like over the summer, like what we were like, what are we going to do with Ivy? Yeah, (laughs) no. And we're going to, we, we have a, like a a summer day camp that I think that she's done before that we'll probably do, but yeah, it'll just, it'll be like, it's just going to be like change. Change, big change is happening. Yeah. It's going to be fun though. Yeah. Do you (laughs) like change? I, I mean, I think I would say no, but I don't not, not as much as I used to not like change. I think, and this is, it's still really flexible. Um, and, and I think it's still going to be, it's going to be like utilizing a lot of the things that I have done over mm-hmm. the years and, and kind of, but in a different way and, and it'll still, and it really won't affect like my writing or anything like that. Like, you know, and I can, yeah. I'll still be able to pick up and drop off IV at school um, until next year when she takes the bus, we keep Yay. telling her she's taking the bus next year. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. And then I feel like when it comes to it, she's going to, she's not going to take push back. Yeah. But mm-hmm. no, she's taking the bus. <laughs> Like I said, still excited that I get to be nosy and find out what's going Absolutely. on yeah. through fresh fiction. Got to have <laughs> yeah. my person that I can talk about book gossip with for sure. Yes, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. 
Yeah, That's the thing sure. I do miss. I'm like, no one ever wants to talk about what's going on on Twitter in my, <laughs> in my lawyer world. <laughs> and there's always something going on on book Twitter. Always, always, um, always, always. Yeah. So what's, what's new with you, Gwen? Oh, well, you know, what's new with me is that I have decided to really try to do, to do more in 2022. Cause I feel like in last year, like a lot of really great things happened. A lot of big changes happened. Like we moved to a whole new state. I had to put aside for many years, like a lot of my creative stuff because I just yeah. didn't have the energy for it. It's like, as we all know, writing is emotional and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And if like, you're not in the right place to do it, like, yes, you can push through writer's block and many, many right. people do that. But like, if you really are just doing it for fun, like then what's the joy of pushing through writer's block. So I stopped for a while yeah. and, uh, I'm trying to just get in a place where I can do something creative. And I know I've mentioned that a few times, but mm-hmm. that's like really where my, my energy is going. And I don't know, I have a feeling it's just might be cooking. I just don't know what it's going to, what it's going to be yet. So maybe yeah. a cookbook. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, it is. It's so hard. Like even the, like for, cause I'm trying to think, when did I do this? I think it was last summer. I really committed to writing every day. Yeah. And all that really taught me was that I just, I am not a write every day person. Mm-hmm. Um, I still try to do something yes. writing related. So whether it's revising or it's just brainstorming, or it is like actually writing, but yeah, I think you do have to like make yourself, it sounds so weird. You have to like make yourself be creative, but it's Mm -hmm. like, especially if you want to get back into that routine, you really do. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I like, I, I waffle back and forth on if I tell people, if I should tell people, yes, you should write every day or like maybe like for a set amount of time, you know, two weeks or something you write every day. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's really hard to say because I feel like I feel like the 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 authors who say it changes from book to book are yeah. the most the most realistic to me and the most relatable because mm-hmm. I believe that I believe that like like the first time I wrote a book I wrote it in four days like I yeah. sat and I wrote it and I didn't sleep and like that was what I did because I had yeah. to get that story out and then like I have never been able to replicate that again like that experience <laughs> will never happen because there yeah. was painful to me, exhausting, but it was like what that story needed. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be other times that other books or other stories or scripts I've written. I wrote like over two months because like, I would just go and spend like 20 minutes every day. And then I found out that like, that is worthless to me. Like I, yeah. if I can't spend more than an hour working on something that it's just like, it's yeah. just like a paragraph. And then I'm not going to come back to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Create it. Creativity it comes in and goes, but yes, you can push through it. I do, yeah. I do agree with that as well. <laughs> I like that. I think that's fun. I can't wait to see what you create. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good segue into what other people are creating. Yeah. 2022 does have um, a lot of new content and new stories that are coming to us either in film, movie, book forms that um, mm-hmm. I know that you're excited about and I'm excited to dig into yeah. just hearing what we're looking forward to watching, reading and listening to this year. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even just, I mean, it's the end of January mm-hmm. and so much stuff has come out or is about to come out or it's like coming in the next few weeks. Like I was kind of like overwhelmed when I was going through stuff. I was yeah. like, what, what am I going to watch and read? 
there's so much, but I thought we could talk a little bit about like, because the two of us, you know, we both work in the entertainment business Mm -hmm. and, um, probably in like different segments, but like how, like, what are you looking for when you are anticipating something? Like, what is it that gets you excited about Mm -hmm. something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you look for? Oh, I, that is such a good question. I, I like a feeling mm. like I mm. like a, a show that is atmospheric, um, that feels very like almost claustrophobic in its sort of intimacy. Mm. So where it just like, it brings you in as the sort of person with the rest of the story. So like, I'm really into euphoria right now because I feel yeah. like even though that is, those are kids that wow, way, way <laughs> in a whole other world, but like their stories are so intimate and you mm-hmm. feel like you're right there as a fly on that wall. And then also just the feeling that you get of like how, how grimy everything is or how painful everything is. Yeah. Like, I, I love, I love anything that can just make me feel it from like my eyes all the way to my toes. I'm going to steal like our word from our outline, but like a vibe. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, even if I don't, love you know like euphoria is a really great example because it does it has such a vibe but then I think of something like Bridgerton mm-hmm. has a vibe you know Absolutely. that's totally different but it's got it's like the beats it hits uh-huh. and I think it's like I feel like this show lately the shows that like really lean into I'm going to steal a, a phrase from that I've heard on Faded Mates a lot the promise of the premise yeah Like when they stick that landing, when they deliver what they, like the trailer says it's going to deliver, like, it's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, cause yeah. Cause then how annoyed do you, do we get when it's like, this is not what the show said it was going to be or what the back cover of the book said it was going to be, whatever it is. I still have never (laughs) been able to forgive the movie brave for not being the movie that I thought the trailer was going to give me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I was like, the promise of that premise was not the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now let's talk about how we keep track of all of Mm -hmm. the media we're consuming. So for books, I do keep, I keep two spreadsheets. I keep one of what I have read and then one I guess maybe I have three spreadsheets. (laughs) I have like one that I have read, one of what I need to read like for work. Mm-hmm. And then I have one that's like what I want to read. I love that. And then, and then on top of that spreadsheet, those spreadsheets, I then have like a post-it note. It's like, it's like taped to my desk. Otherwise I'd hold it up, but it's kind of like by the next few, it's like, I think it goes to March. Yeah. Goes through <laughs> March, like the books. And it's kind of like, I have like a couple that I need to read a couple that I want to read. And then it's like, and if I have time, then I like have even like a backlist section. It's a whole thing. I love it. Yeah. For books, I'm very intense about it, but then for everything else, it's a free for all. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and the, the example I gave is like, from the start of this podcast, you have told me you need to watch watch the great and you're going to love it. The great on Hulu, everyone season two just wrapped. Um, and it has not happened yet because you know what I'm doing? I'm rewatching Riverdale. You know why? Because it's got a vibe and it's uh-huh. the vibe. That the is vibe. the vibe that season, season one of Riverdale is like pitch perfect. The rest of it is a crap show. Um, it's terrible. 
But anyway, but yeah, I'm like watching, rewatching season one Riverdale. And then I'm also watching Downton Abbey because like my one friend who I told, I told her for years, mm-hmm. watch Downton Abbey, you'll love it. She finally did. And I was like, well, now I have to. Now I want to watch it again. I mean, those first like three seasons of Downton Abbey are oh, just so perfect. good. I think so good. I may limit myself to those. I may do just the three seasons and then the movie and then mm-hmm. go see the new movie. Perfect. Hopefully. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what I'm going to do. That, that makes this make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's like when they start just killing everybody off left and right on that show, I was like, I'm a heart. I know. Oh, oh, it's terrible. So All right. So what about you? How do you keep track? Yeah, that's so funny. I used to, I'm the same way. Like I have a spreadsheet of like, I used to keep a spreadsheet of all the movies I would watch when I was doing mostly film criticism. I would keep every time I would go see something, I would have like this, the, the name of the movie, my, just a quick little blurb, like two sentences of what I thought about it and uh like other information release date publicists all that stuff and then when I did tv I would actually keep like a giant spreadsheet of every release date (laughs) every network everywhere you could go but once that got to be over 400 scripted uh shows I just was like I can't I can't keep it Mm -hmm. I couldn't keep up with anymore I just didn't care there was like shows on there on that list I was like I'm never gonna watch this this show's not gonna make it to a second season yeah why does it need to be remembered (laughs) Yeah. Oh my uh, God. Gatekeeping. That's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would, I don't do it as well anymore. Yeah. Like now I just kind of have the same sort of uh, notebook post-it mm-hmm. note. If I see it on Twitter or usually it's on film or TV, Twitter, I see it. I want, yeah. I still want to always be at the forefront of something. So I am still like following what my friends will tell me to watch or listen or watch before anybody else does. But um, right. yeah, it's, it's a crapshoot now. Who knows? No, I, mean, I couldn't even tell you what I watched three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. There's so, there's so much TV. Yeah, really. It's TV. There's so much TV. TV. There's not. And that was the thing too, because as we get into our racks, like coming up with movies, like trying to pick movies yeah. there, it was so hard. Cause it's like, there's just not other than the festival circuit. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of movies and recommending festival circuit movies is yeah. rude in my opinion. Well, yeah. Cause it's like, and who knows when, and if it mm-hmm. will ever make it anywhere ever other than, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So that's perfect. Let's move in to our first, we're going to do January and February and then March and April. So let's do yeah. our January and February. So Gwen, what TV are you looking forward to okay. in January and February? So speaking of Downton Abbey, I'm incredibly excited about The Gilded Age, which is Julian Fellows' follow-up for HBO. So it's a little, yeah. bit, sec- a little bit sexier. It's, it's yeah. HBO sexy. Uh, and it has um, Cynthia Nixon in it. And it just looks so beautiful. Again, yeah. a total vibe. Candy, just eye candy. Mm-hmm. I just cannot wait. And it's going to have that Julian Fellow snark to it. So it'll yeah. be just delicious. Um, I'm all, and that comes out on January 24th on HBO. I'm also looking forward to Pam and Tommy, which is going to be on FX. It starts February 2nd. This is a retelling of the uh, Pam and Tommy Lee love story and also the stealing of their uh, of their sex tape that then became like the forefront, the beginning of um, celebrity sex yeah. tapes and the the rights and wrongs of of people's privacy. So I'm looking forward to that. It's, it's interesting because I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. I've heard it's really good. It has almost all of the directors are women. Yeah, it, I saw that. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I'm still like the story has always made me very like, 
ooked out. And like, it's as a person who consumes so much celebrity gossip, like it's one of them like, Oh, that's not a good. I know. I do want to watch it. I want to watch it. I cannot get over Lily James. She looks just like (laughs) Pamela Anderson. It's wild. It's wild. (laughs) It is wild like yes. Sebastian Stan looks really good like just in right. general <laughs> he just looks really right. good it, exactly. as Tommy but like you know Lily James is like I could perfect. not I remember seeing that like it was like the teaser I think and it was like oh my like they yeah. went for it it looks and I think it'll be really interesting too I'm really excited about this as well mm-hmm. just because I feel like that was like a celebrity so that was like an early celebrity scandal mm-hmm. and and it's also, I think one of the, isn't one of the producers is who did I, Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to have like that same, like definitely, it's like definitely going to be dramatic, but it's also yeah. going to be kind of funny. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think it's, it looks awesome. Yeah. And it, exactly. Um, and it's another one that just like the look of it, like, mm-hmm. it's just, I, I'm so into nineties nostalgia right now. Yeah. Like, this is a the original um machine gun kelly and megan fox couple like I'm yeah. for this. this is just that's delicious. really funny <laughs> it is it oh is, my right? god i love it <laughs> like giving my my beautiful lady and dirtbag boyfriend it's like yeah. my favorite trope okay oh god yeah <laughs> speaking of dirt bags i'm also looking forward to inventing anna this will be on netflix february 11th mm-hmm. this is shonda rhimes's take on the anna duvray uh grifter scandal she was the one in new york city who said that she was like a, the daughter of a russian mogul i think yeah um and would scam a whole bunch of people out of money i love a good scammer no yeah. one died in this so it's a good true crime with a with a happy ending she's serving her time in jail because she's delusional yeah. um but it just looks great <laughs> and i'm trying to remember who is playing oh julie gar julie garner from yeah ozark is playing yeah. anna yeah yeah, that looks really interesting, I think. I do too. And then my last TV show is already out and you can get four episodes of it right now, but I'm up, I'm really just a loving Abbott Elementary on yeah. um, on ABC, but you can also catch it on Hulu. There's four episodes there. It's just so cute. If you miss, I love The Office um, and Parks and Rec, and it's kind of got that same sort of energy. Um, Quinta Bunston is just adorable. I just, I'm really loving that show. So I want to give a little shout out for that. Yeah. I've heard like nothing but great things about Abbott elementary. Um, and, and especially from people like from teachers, mm-hmm. like my friends who are teachers who are like, yep, this is like how it is. So that's really cool. <laughs> I love it. I think cannot wait. Um, yeah. Okay. So we're going to move into books. I have a few. So the first is by like one of my absolute favorite authors. I mean, she's a lot of people's favorite mm-hmm. author. Um, it's Violetta by Isabel Allende, who, you know, she, I mean, she's been writing forever and she's an icon and really cool, but this is a book and it's a, it's a, an older woman. I think she, she's like a hundred years old, I think exactly. Mm-hmm. And she is writing a letter to one of her grandsons about kind of what she's seen over the last 100 years. And, you know, it's, um, a lot of it takes place in South America and like a lot of the political turmoil that was going on and, you know, people deciding if they're going to stay or they're going to leave um, and what's the best for their family. Um, and she, she's just such an incredible storyteller and writes beautifully. Like, I don't even know how else to explain it. Yeah. So, and that comes out on January 25th. So that's, I'm really looking forward to it. It's like, I think it's probably like 
the first really big book of this year um, mm-hmm. that a lot of people are anticipating. So that cover is so beautiful. I know it's ridiculous. It's so pretty. Um, switching gears completely um, is a romance novel by um, that's called Devon and Chris Plan a Wedding by Chencia C. Higgins. This is a female-female contemporary romance. And it's about two women who are on a reality show. And it's kind Ooh. of like a, it's like 90 day fiance, like almost married at first sight kind of a situation. But basically there are two strangers and there, there are groups of them. There, I think there are six or seven couples um, and they're strangers, but they have to convince their families that they're getting married in six weeks. And, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like week to week. It's like people, um, will get thrown off. Like if someone guesses, like they're like, is this really for real or something? And so that's how they get eliminated. Or if they don't complete like a wedding task, they will get kicked off as well. Um, and so these two women, Chris and Devon are both, they're like complete opposites. Um, like Chris is out and proud and like her family knows all of this. And like Devon is still in the closet. So like, mm-hmm. she's got to not only just come out to her family, but she also has to convince them that, you know, she's marrying this woman. It was, it was so cute. It was really, you know, all of that sounds like it probably could be a lot, but it was really light and easy. And there really wasn't, you know, this is, I'm, I'm not spoiling this cause it's a romance. Mm-hmm. So there really wasn't like a third, like a big third act, breakup there was like there was tension along the way but I I was reading Goodreads reviews when I was like kind of getting everything together for this Mm -hmm. and someone was like this is a book where you read it and you're like oh these characters have gone to therapy because they know how to communicate and and I really liked it like usually I kind of love the third act breakup where and even when it's kind of silly and unnecessary I just Mm -hmm. I don't know I like it but in this, I thought that the author, Chensia C. Higgins, did a really great job. So that if you're looking for a kind of like a light, quick, fun read, it's Devon and Chris plan a wedding. And that comes out on January 25th as well. Awesome. And so then cool. my last rec is big, you know, full disclosure, this author is my agent. <laughs> um, but I read her book and I loved it. It was so adorable. But it's Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake. Um, again, she's my agent. Uh, it comes out on two twenty two twenty two, which I'm very jealous of that perfect pub date. Um, but it, it's, a, it's another female, female story. One of them is bisexual and one of them is a lesbian. And, but Deli- the, the titular Delilah Green is kind of, she, she, you think she doesn't care. She's kind of, she's kind of a badass. Like, she, she left home and, you know, didn't look back, but for reasons she has to come back um, and photograph her stepsister's wedding. And she runs into her stepsister's best friend, whose name is Claire. And she's a single mom and she's kind of navigating co-parenting. Um, and with all of the wedding events, they're kind of thrown together a lot and it's, it's really adorable. It was really fun. Yeah. So, and also I'm just very proud of Ashley. She's, and she's a great agent and also a great author, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weddings are in the air. It seems. In yes. January. It is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay. So now let's talk some movies. We're both going to talk about movies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. I have three. Um, uh, one that's already out, which is scream the latest new I'm calling it scream five, but it's just called scream. Um, I haven't seen it yet. That is my absolute favorite movie 
from my entire <laughs> life is Scream. Yeah. I love that movie so, 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 so much. Um, so it is very, it's in a theater. I'm still not going to theaters. Once it's on some sort of streamer, I will watch it or available for me to buy it. I will watch it, but um, yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm also looking forward to Dog, which will be out on January, or excuse me, February 18th. This is Channing Tatum, um, has a dog friend. I saw a trailer for it yesterday. <laughs> it looks really stupid and silly and Channing Tatum, is <laughs> Channing Tatum in it. So I was like, yes, I will watch Channing Tatum hang out with a dog for 90 minutes. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Netflix will have a new true crime uh, documentary called The Tinder Swindler. Uh, she'll be out on February 2nd. Um, and this one is about a young man who swindled his Tinder dates. So again, true crime without any murders. I hope, I don't know if there's going to, hopefully there's no murder, yeah. hopefully just stealing money and then he gets to go to jail. That's my favorite kind of story. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Yeah. All right. So I have a few too. So one, I think this one is out, mm-hmm. um, but it's the three, I don't know if it's the 355 or 355, yeah, but it's, yeah basically an awesome action movie with all women um and it's great i'm looking at the cast right now it's jessica chastain penelope cruz lupita nyong'o sebastian stan is in it as well um love him so much and yeah and like the so i haven't seen this but the reviews look make it sound like it's just it's like a fun action movie that just so happens to have a cast mainly of women. And I think that's really cool. So I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Um, This one I did just watch um, is the, and it's the tragedy of Macbeth. It's on Apple TV um, plus it's already out and it is so weird. I mean, Macbeth is already weird. Yeah. You're already starting with a weird play, (laughs) but it's like, it's so stark, you know, it's by one of the Coen brothers. It's like, I think the first time in a long time that they've done something separately. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, you can't go wrong with Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. I mean, it's just, but yeah, I mean, it's a really great, it's black and white, it's very stark. It's like, there are scenes where it is, it's like, you can, t- it's on a soundstage, like, and you know, it's just completely white, you know, and it's just these characters, but that, you know, the imagery, like, especially like with the dagger and blood and all of that, like, it's real. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I love, I love Shakespeare, but yeah, me too. Um, and you know, and I mean, Macbeth, not my fave, but it, it has a lot for the actors to do Mm -hmm. like there's a lot for them to chew on and to think about I think even just from a craft perspective so you can kind of tell that they're having a lot of fun um and then I have two rom-coms for February which is a little cute Mm -hmm. for February but the first is Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson I mean I'm happy that both of them are back in rom-coms like I'm Mm -hmm. ready for it so that looks really fun. Um, and it looks like JLo's kind of playing almost a version of herself, at least from the trailer. Like, yeah, who knows? I always like when she does um, that too. Yeah. So I think that'll be really cool. And then there's another one, I think that's coming out on Amazon. Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's called Book of Love. And it's about an author who is successful. Like he's pretty successful or, or he's like kind of successful that his publisher wants him to do more. But for some reason in Mexico, the translation of his book is like selling like crazy. And so mm. he, they send him there and it turns out the woman who translated the book kind of turned it into a romance novel. <laughs> and ah. that's why it's selling <laughs> so cute. well. And so he's supposed to go there and, you know, like obviously promote the book, but then also he has, he's like, 
figuring out like, oh no, she, she, maybe she changed my book, but I don't know. You know, I don't speak the language. I don't so, speak Spanish. Yeah. I think it'll be, I think that'll be really, it looks really cute and it's a rom-com again. So that'll that be so cute. That'll be cute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Should we take a short break and then yeah. come back and yeah, let's do, it. do some more recs? Danielle, we left everybody in February. Yes. Um, so let's jump into our recs for March and April. Uh, I can go first, do my TV okay. shows. Yeah. So I've got just a few for that for March. I think that March is when we'll start seeing a few more shows coming out. April's a little dead because that's the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but we've got uh, The Dropout, which is the, this one is with uh, Amanda Seyfried. And I think this is HBO, March mm-hmm. 3rd. It's about Elizabeth Holmes, who is the, yeah. uh, she's going to be going to jail right now, or she's trying not to, but defrauded a whole bunch of people with her, her product, Theranos and uh, blood and stuff. And it's going to be great. Another true crime. Wonderful. Can't wait. Season three of Atlanta is going to be premiering on March 24th. It has been forever since we've had, I think it's, I think that that had to be either 2019 or 2018 since we had episodes. I'm thrilled. Cannot wait. Really need to know how, if Earn's okay after getting off of, uh, (laughs) getting that gun left at the, at yeah. the airport. Oh my gosh. Like, so yeah. stressful. Um, Bridgerton season two will be premiering the day after the first season or the new season of Atlanta premieres on March 25th on uh, Netflix. And we're both yeah. like super excited about that one. Yeah. And um, finally, Barry season three is going to be premiering on March in March. And I am just cannot wait. To yeah. Barry's great. It's been a, has it been a while since the last season of Barry? Yeah. yeah. Barry, yeah. Barry's succession. And Righteous Gemstones all had their last season together. And then it was, oh. and so now they're all finally coming back. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Okay, so moving into books. Wait, I need to pull up my notes mm-hmm. for this one. Um, okay, it, so yeah, there are, I feel like the further you get in the year, like you kind of, like the things kind of, like things like switch. Yep. So a lot of the, well, no, actually I did try to vary this. Okay. I take that back. The first up that I have though, is a book that is not normally something I read, but it sounds awesome. And I have a review copy. I just haven't started it yet, but it's the bone orchard by Sarah a Mueller. It comes out on March 22nd. And this is kind of, I think it's, it's a little witchy. She's like, a, there's this, witch. she's like the last one. She's kind of a necromancer. And it, you know, it's kind of just like how she navigates through this. Like she kind of lives on the outskirts of town. And one of the things that she, the, this witch is also because she's a necromancer and she, I think she's kind of like a charm, witch. her name is actually charm. Um, cool. But, she, and she's also, she like kind of runs a, brothel but no one there is real maybe mm-hmm. or maybe not it's hard to explain I've I, but it it's really intriguing this has a really beautiful cover it's like it has a skeleton hand on it like you, and flowers you gotta look at it it's really good um yeah so I'm really looking forward to that one next one is called Savvy Sheldon is Feeling Good as Hell by Taj McCoy that also comes out on March 22nd And this is, uh, I think, you know, I think it's being marketed as a rom-com, but I think it's like a little bit more than that, but it's about Mm -hmm. a woman who kind of decides, you know, she's kind of feeling down on herself and she decides like, she's just going to make some changes and, you know, and and there's like a friend group that's really important at this one. And, um, and she's all, it's a plus size heroine and, 
And, you know, and of course she meets a man along the way who kind of loves her for her. And, and I think that's part of the the journey as well. So that's going to be really cute, a cute rom-com, another cute rom-com, the wedding crasher by Mia Sosa, which comes out on April 5th. This is the follow-up to one of my favorite books, I think of 2020, which was, um, the worst best man. So, and this is about kind of a woman who quite frankly, crashes a wedding and, you know, and, and the things that they, and, and kind of shenanigans ensue. So that's going to be great. And then finally, I want to, it's a historical fiction. It's called in the face of the sun by Denny S. Bryce. Um, Denny released wild women in the, and the blue or mm-hmm. wild women in the blues, which was like, was one of my favorite books of last year, but also it was like my favorite cover of last year, um, which I know I've talked about a lot. Um, But yeah, this is like set in the later 20s. So it's like a little bit after, yeah, like, you know, um, like the jazz age or whatever. And, and yeah, and it's in, and it's set in LA. I don't know too much more about it. I, I do not have a review copy as of right now. Hopefully that will change soon. Um, but yeah, I know it, it does take, and it takes place. Like, I think you follow characters through time. So I think that's going to be really great. And Denny is just, I think she's a really interesting and beautiful writer. Like she, she has a really cool perspective on stuff. So, all right, let's move to movies. What are you looking forward to? Okay. So I um, apparently am very looking looking forward to a lot of masculine films this year. <laughs> um, so my first pick is releases on March 4th, and it is the Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves-led, uh, Robert Pattinson-led, Matt Reeves-directed yeah. version of The Batman. Um, again, another dark vibe, but it's also seeming to be more of like a noir, like almost mm. like a 1930s, 1940s noir. So I'm interested to see if they can just make Batman into an actual like noir hero versus yeah. the backstory of like my dad, my parents died and now I'm sad and now I'm going to spend my money <laughs> blowing things up. So we will, I I'm looking forward to it. I do really enjoy Robert Pattinson. I think that he is a lot more versatile of an actor than a lot of us give him credit for. And so mm-hmm. I uh, look forward to seeing that. And I think Zazie Beetz is in that movie too, or is it? Uh, no, it's Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Uh, isn't Zazie Beetz was in Joker. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm looking forward to Zoe Kravitz is supposed to be amazing. And this is Catwoman. So yeah. I'm just really looking forward to seeing the final product for that yeah. uh, over on HBO or not, excuse me, on Disney plus they're going to be releasing their new animated film turning red, which is about a little girl who turns into a red panda when she gets yeah. nervous. I think um, <laughs> it looks so cute. I know we're going to cry because that's what Disney does to us. Yeah. Uh, it comes out on March 11th and it'll be streaming on Disney plus you can see it there. I'm also looking forward to the North man, which is, uh, <laughs> weird Vikings doing weird, sad things. So the director of this movie is also the director of the lighthouse and the witch, which, um, are both very challenging movies to describe because they're just, ve- they're just very weird. But this one is yeah. Vikings <laughs> mental breakdown, right? destruction of society like it's again it's a vibe <laughs> it's it a is feeling a vibe. A it vibe. is a total vibe I mean <laughs> I am not really that interested in it but like watching that trailer I was like do I 
do I yeah. want to watch this Viking movie? Yeah, that's <laughs> the problem like I with do, them. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You'll probably be very frustrated with it because it'll yeah. be very long. That's the problem too. Is it'll yeah. like even if it's only an hour and a half, it's gonna it won't be an hour and a half. Yeah. It'll be like two and a half hours. <laughs> but even if it was short, it would feel like three hours long. But you, yeah. I, I just love. I love his movies. I think that mm-hmm. I like the pain of going through them. So yeah. I'm looking forward to watching. Um, what's his butt? Uh, Stel- not Stellan Sarsgaard, the hot one. Um, Andrews. Alexander, 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 Eric. yeah, was like the hot one, Eric. What's his name? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him be naked and using swords. That'll be great. And finally, on March 18th, I uh, there's a new A24 horror film, sort of weird yeah. looking thing called X, which is about um, a crew of porn filmmakers that go <laughs> to a deserted place to make a, a pornography and then like it turns into Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it's, I keep thinking of it like as Boogie Nights meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know if that's actually what it's going to be like, but that's what I feel like it might be. (laughs) That sounds interesting, Gwen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like I said, it's a weird, but it's also starts a woman. So it's all, it's Mia Goth who, um, played, uh, she was in one of the Emmas. She was the, the Brittany Murphy character. (laughs) from clueless oh my gosh what is the harriet yes harriet she was harriet in the last version of (laughs) (laughs) oh i love that um okay so for me i we i mean i've already mentioned downton abbey but i'm looking forward to the new movie they're going to france for some random reason who knows Maggie Smith's character is like, I think 115 years old. She should not be going this point. I know she is. I'm here for it. I love Downton Abbey. (laughs) It's so random all the time, but I I love it. Um, I'm also really looking forward to, this is also out in March, the lost city. It was, it was called the lost city of D and thankfully they dropped the end. So it's just called the lost city. Um, but this of course is another Channing Tatum movie. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, and Sandra Bullock and it's a rom-com and basically I'm just here for all of the rom-com movies. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm happy they're making a comeback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is about a romance author and her cover model and they end up like kind of on a, on a caper of some sort of an adventure. Um, it looks like it's almost an update of romancing the stone, which mm-hmm. I think would be really cool. I just, I hope they're, they're, I don't want to say, I'm going to say this and it sound kind of stupid but I hope they're nice to romance I hope it's not just like a terrible yeah but of every joke like oh it's romance you know or yeah or even the cover even from a cover model perspective because I'm sure there will be some like Fabio comparisons sure. and like that so but yeah I mean I have my hopes up the the I think there's a teaser out right I think there's something. a teaser yeah and it looks like cute so it looks cute and it yeah. looks like he I what I like about the at least the initial introduction of his character too in it is it looks like he really really likes her yeah if that makes sense like it's not mm-hmm. like like they're like he's too good for her or whatever like he really like he wants to prove to her that he like is yeah. a value like is a good worthy partner for her and I think that's like really charming because he's a little himbo <laughs> and then the next one I have now this is a vibe uh-huh. weird yeah. is Aline which is kind of a Celine Dion document or like biopic uh-huh. um, and the woman who's playing it whose name I do not have in front of me but she's like very famous I think in like France and French Canada 
And, but she's playing this Aline character who is thinly veiled as it's, it's Celine Dion. It's Celine Dion. And she's playing her like her entire life, uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah. even as a child. Uh-huh. And then like growing up, <laughs> it looks ridiculous, but it also looks fun. I'm, yeah, like I want fun movies, I think, yeah. what I'm getting at here. Um, yeah, so that comes out in April. And then finally, The Bad Guys, which is an animated movie, and it's based off of a really, like, huge best-selling series, which, strangely enough, it's, like, one of the series that, like, my husband and I had both, like, seen somewhere, and we were like, oh, Ivy, you would love these books. And she's, I think it's because we want her to read them. Yeah, she's, she's like, I don't, I don't want, I don't think I want that one, you know? <laughs> so we're like, cool. But anyway, now there's this movie, maybe we can convince her to watch it um but that comes out in april as well but it's basically about a bunch of characters who are generally the bad guys and it's like maybe they aren't so mm-hmm. maybe it's misunderstood yeah all right so we're gonna take another quick break because we've been yapping along for a long time <laughs> again we'll be right back all right, let's talk goals. Let's see. Last episode, you wanted to set up your journal, like every Sunday, sit down and kind of think about your week in advance. How did yeah. that go? Um, it, 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 it did not go well, but I did, but like, okay. Like I didn't, I'm going to say it was a failure. However, mm. I learned from my failure okay. which, and I did do journaling. Yes. Just not setting it up on Sunday like I was like I gotcha. wanted to and then spent the rest of the week spiraling because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. But <laughs> it's a new week and I have a new time to do that. Yes. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> so I'm fine. I'm fine with it. It's fine. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um. Let's see. Oh, my goal was to create a writing schedule for the first, I said half. I don't think I meant six months, but you know, the first mm-hmm. part of 2022 and I kind of did this. I, again, I'm not going to I don't think it's a failure. I think I still need to like think through it. Yeah. I also just need to, you know, I, I finished my revisions, but now I'm going through the revisions and I don't know why it's taking me forever. I need to get through this, like, and just finalize it and send it. Like my goal is to send it by like the middle of this week. Mm-hmm. So my editor just has it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole other situation, but I, I have, I, I, I think I have a general idea of like, once this revision is in, like what I'm going to start working mm-hmm. on, what I'm going to be like, kind of just thinking over and brainstorming and then like what I'm going to actively be writing and, you know, just like all, cause I've got a lot of like different things happening. Yeah. Just like um, a lot of bouncing in that head. Yeah. And, you know, and it, and it's, and I am in, in an interesting, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm in a weird, not weird. It's fine. Cause I know I have two books coming out, but it's also like, well, do I start thinking of what's after that? But then yeah. I don't necessarily have a book deal, obviously, like that's the nature of the game, you know? So it's just like, I have to, yeah, I do. I really do need to like sit down and like look at a calendar and get all of that and like chat with my agent and all of that good stuff. So, but yeah, so it's, it's in progress. Let's exactly. It's in yeah. progress. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an ongoing goal. Yes. Um, <laughs> what is your new goal? So my new goal is to do a daily yoga practice. And this mm. is like, even if it's just two sun salutations yeah. in the morning or afternoon, or just like when I, I just, I'm feeling so tight, like everywhere in my body, like my mm-hmm. age is catching up to me. And yeah. I would really like to be able to still do random kicks when I'm in my seventies. So, <laughs> uh, gotta get my stretches in. So I started today. I did two sun nice. salutations. So I'm like, even if I can just do that, that was enough to get my heart rate going. And I was like, I'm tired. I sit down. <laughs> yeah. 
I like that. Yeah. That's really good. And it, yeah, yeah, I was just going to say it's, it's again, like kind of going back to like writing every day. Now I said that and I've made air quotes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's like, you just have to like, yeah. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Um, my new goal and I'm like writing it and then I'm also looking up at my calendar and I know this isn't going to happen, but I'm going (laughs) to say it anyway. And it's, it's to do like a house deep clean. Like I highly recommend it. It's time. Like we need to like move the couches or like actually mm-hmm. vacuum under the beds. And we have started, we have been going through stuff. Like I've been going through my closet and just like, even just like some random, I pick like a drawer in my office, you know? Mm-hmm. So we have been doing it, but like, I think we need to just like all three of us, we need we need to just clean, you know, it's been two years. Not that, I mean, obviously I've been cleaning my house, right. but just like a really big, you know, we've just been in this house so much more. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, it's time. It needs to happen. So yeah. you're going to feel so much better when it's yeah. done. I know. And I mean, I'm looking my, I'm busy the next, at least next week, maybe the week after and we do have two weeks. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I did. Um, I finally got a person to come and do like a deep clean of our right. apartment. And I'm just like, now I'm like anal cleaning everything. Yeah. She got all the baseboards, Danielle. Ugh, like, I don't even, I don't dream. even know what a baseboard is. Like I just ignored <laughs> them. So I'm like, Oh, that's the color it's supposed to be. I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm a disgusting monster, but not anymore. Somebody else did it. <laughs> nice. I love it. Yeah. So what is bringing you some comfort this week? Okay. So I consider myself a crafty person, but I also am an easy crafty person. Like if it gets a little too involved, I don't don't care. I don't want to do it, but I found (laughs) these cute. So I'll hold these up for Jen and we'll obviously link or for Jen for Gwen. (laughs) Well, see, look, Mercury. I don't Mm -hmm. even know what's happening. Um, but anyway, there are these cute little kits and they're like felt appliques and it's like very basic stitches. I haven't finished it yet, but I've started it and it's like real cute. It's like real easy. How cute is that? Yeah. And oh, it's like, that. those are just stuck on the, they're like flowers and then there's a mountain and a sunshine. It's real yes. cute. But yeah. It was like, just like a nice, easy thing. I went over to my friend Kate's house, um, a couple of weeks ago and we did, she's like into cross stitch and embroidery and stuff. And like, I, I'll do easy cross stitch and easy embroidery. But the, I was like, I want to do something crafty, but I don't want it to be super involved. That's right. like, like a week or whatever. And so this, like if I had actually just, but well, we were chatting and, you know, having cheese. So, um, I didn't, finish, we were I, chatting it, and having cheese. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an ideal situation. It is. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but yeah, I mean, I honestly, it probably would have taken me like maybe an hour if I had actually like sat down and done it. And I, and I have a couple more that I'm going to just do. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I'll probably go in a drawer that in two years, I'm going to deep clean them out, but whatever. <laughs> and that's a gift to somebody. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe I will do that. Yeah. They're real cute. So that was fine. So yeah. And I got them at Michael's. So, at, at, and I think you can find versions of them at most craft stores, um, all over the place. So yeah. That's so what fun. Is, yeah. What's bringing you comfort this week? So mine is a little bit, uh, this is a skincare product. Uh, cause mine's very superficial. I have been breaking out like crazy, mm. like zits and just, I'm not normally a blemishy person. So this is like even more upsetting to me because like, I'm 
change. This is a change I do not care for. I like change. Yeah. I do not like this one. But I found, because I'm, I'm a picker and all that, I found these mm -hmm. acne spot dots. I actually discovered them from Dr. Pimple Popper, aka Sandra Lee on, yeah. Twitter, on Instagram. I was trying to find her version, but I couldn't find them in the store. So I got this other one um, by, uh, what is the brand called? They're called Peach Slices is the brand. I got them at Ulta. Um, but they're just like these little spots that you can stick on any sort of pimple that you might have and it may help dry it may not but for me I just wanted it so it's something to put on there so I'm yeah. not picking my face yeah that is what causes the worst damage is when we pick our face I, I've cut all my nails down like wow. it is, I'm, I'm yeah. really trying to not pick my face um so I got these spots and they're working and I'm very awesome with them I've never, I, I think I have, I think I got some in like an Ipsy box or mm -hmm. a bag and I just have never used them, but now I'm curious. Yeah. Um, There's some, some of them have like medication and stuff. I'm like, I'm not really like into that part, but it's yeah. just something that I can cover it and not touch it. And it's, it's like a face mask for my zit. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about this on boozy book broads, but I, at some point I had gone on, you know, like beauty Twitter to like try to teach myself to do a cat eye, which I still can't. And it's fine. Mm. I think I'm just not going to do that ever. Um, I'm tired you of the tape. Did you, have you done the tape trick? Oh, I haven't. Maybe I'll try that. I don't know. But anyway, but you know how it's like, you, you start on one thing on YouTube and then you end up on another and somehow I, it wasn't too far, but I went from like beauty, beauty, um, YouTube to like, um, like skincare YouTube. Uh -huh. And some esthetician was like, yeah, you know what you should do for your skin is you should actually like use when you, your cleanser on the back, it says rub in or massage into your face for a full minute. Mm -hmm. She's like, no one ever does this. She's like, actually count to 60. It's a lot longer than you think. And she's yeah. like, and it will change. And it has, I've been doing it for like a month. I've been like washing, I've been counting to 60 and my skin is totally different. That's amazing. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and she, she wasn't even like, she was like, use the cleanser that you like. Yeah. Whatever you want. And, but actually like, however long it says on the back, if it's 30 seconds or it's 60 seconds or whatever, like actually do what it says and it will change everything. And it really has. I I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, I, I usually am pretty good about sitting there and like Mm -hmm. massaging it in, but I know I'm not doing it for, I mean, it's, I'm, really, I'm not even doing it for yeah. 20 seconds. I can't. That's how I was. I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally doing this for a minute. And I was like, no, you're not mm -hmm. 60 seconds. Washing your face is a long time. Yeah. Think about how long it took us to learn how to wash our hands. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> We're that's to sing the birthday song three times. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I love it. All right. <laughs> well, I, I like both of our, our comfort. Me too. And they're both a little different. Crap. Yeah. Awesome. Well, everyone, we're at the end. Um, as always, you can follow us on all of social, all of the socials. You can follow Fresh Fiction at Fresh Fiction. You can follow me at D Jackson Books. And where can people find you, Gwen? You can Gwen? catch me at Real Vixen. And yeah, if you have any questions or comments or suggestions we love to hear from everybody please subscribe and follow rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks bye girl <laughs>